You ready, Deb? I am ready to rock. Alex, you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. And I'm Skip Clark, and I'm ready. Here we go. Please return Bubbles, your flight attendant, to her fully upright and locked position. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat and buckle up. Seatbacks and trade tables on their full upright position. It's another episode of Skip Happens. A view from 30,000 feet. From the first music lesson to the first paid gig to signing the deal, it's the journey that is the life of an artist. Now, here's your captain and co-captain, a.k.a. your hosts, Skip Clark and Deb Lamphere. Hello, hello, everybody. How hey, are hey. you? Yeah, how you guys doing tonight? You're all good, right? So we can get this thing going. All right, welcome to Skip Happens. Skip Clark, I'm your host. And uh, proud to be proud to be the host of Skip Happens. We have a lot of fun with this. And uh, Miss Deb Lamphere, right up there, my co-host, right now. When it just like up there, yeah, there she yeah, is. you did good this time. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Usually, I because the camera is always backwards. I have to, you know, you know how that goes, Alex. I'm sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. but uh, we got a very special guest here tonight. I love this. Uh, Alex Miller is with us. That name sounds familiar, right? It should, because uh, hopefully I get this right. Was it season 19 of Idol? It was, yeah. It was, yeah. And that was what, just two years ago? No, it's just that was just last year. Last year. Damn. Wow. Uh, wow. I know. That was quick. You know, but time, time is flying. That's why. It's crazy. It is very crazy. And I'm going to play a little bit of something. Then we're really going to get into this. Listen up, everybody. Here we go. Hopefully it'll play. Here we go. Like I said, hopefully it'll play. Lock position. All right, listen up. It's not playing. Here we go. This is going to bring back a memory. Hello. Whoa, here we go. Hold on. Work your fingers to the bone. What do you get? Oh, your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are ready for you, buddy. All right, tell us who you are and where you're from and your age. Well, my name is Alex Miller, and I'm from Garrett County, Kentucky. I'm 17 years old, and I'm so happy to be here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> from what county? Garrett County. Garrett. Garrett. You gotta, you gotta put a. They were when they named it, they had tobacco in their mouth. That's exactly right. That's exactly oh, right. I Accents right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, I hope you sing like you talk because that could we're, be. We're amazing. just going to listen please to a little clip. Please, please. What are you going to do for us? Well, I'm going to do a little song I wrote for an ex girlfriend of mine. Hope you all enjoyed it. It's called I'm Over You, so get over me. It goes a little something like this. <laughs> so get over me. Well, time and time again, I try. When I get you off my mind, off my mind, you come crawling on your knees, falling, crying, and begging, please. But I'm over you, so get over me. Lately, I've been getting smart. No, you're never gonna break my heart, cause I'm over you, so get over me. Oh, yeah, I'm over you, 
So get over me. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And the reaction from Luke. And you know what? He's no longer there, but he's here with us on Skip Happens tonight. Alex Miller, once again. Uh, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us about that experience. You walked through those doors. You see Lionel. You see Luke. And there you are with your guitar. And tell us about that. Well, I sure will. Um, you know, I, it, it was a long journey even just getting there. You know, I was a 17-year-old kid from little old Lancaster, Kentucky. Um, and uh, I asked my mama one night, uh, you know, I, I'll tell y'all, I, I wasn't bad in school, but I never wanted to be there. So I wanted to always go out and play music. That was what I, my dream and passion was and still is. And I asked my mama one night, I said, no, mom, I ain't going to college. I said, I'm going to pursue my musical dreams and journey. And she said, my son, the you know, music industry is a hard thing to get into. And mm -hmm. this, that, and the other kind of tried to talk me out of it. But I was bound and determined. And that's what I was going to do. And she said, well, okay. I said, I'll sign you up for American Idol if you do get on there. Then I guess that's what you're meant, it's meant to be. And uh, I did a Zoom call, not much different than kind of what we're doing here. Sure. And uh, I did a, did a Zoom call with one of the producers from the show. And uh, they seemed to like me pretty well. It was like a Zoom open audition. So it was a lot of contestants and me. And uh, I did with one producer and the next and the next. And uh, they said, would you like to come out to San Diego, California? And I said, well, shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they flew me out there and, uh, you know, I you know, prepared for the, the show and uh, they wanted me to do a Johnny Cash song to start out uh -huh. with. And um, I sung them that original and they said, well, you need to go do that from the judges. So that they'll love that. So that's what I did. And then the, as, as you just saw there, you know, like you said, walking in front of them judges, that was mighty intimidating. Uh, I bet. I, I've, I've, I've been scared a few times in my life, and I'm not afraid to say that that might have been one of them. Um, I was uh, a little tore up, but uh, um, I, I, I can't believe that things went as well as they did at the audition and, and even at the show. I, I, just was, I just was myself. I don't know any other way to be, so uh, that's, that's very nice to be that way, I guess. But, I guess. Uh, it, it, was, it was very intimidating, but uh, very, very cool, and it, it's it led, led me to a lot of doors and opened quite a few windows, too. So you make it sound so easy that you could just go sign up and be an audition for American Idol. Is there a little bit of a process that goes along with that? Or did uh, they just yes, take everyone that, okay. Yes, ma'am. You got to, um, well, the way I did it, it was, it was weird because it was right in the middle of COVID when I auditioned. And mm -hmm. uh, they, uh, you know, were very, very strict on the mask mandates and things. And uh, I, uh, I, I did this uh, over Zoom, and so we had to sign up, so fill out a bunch of forms, you know, basically let them know that I wasn't, you know, crazy or something like that, and yeah. this, that, and the other, and, uh, you know, filled all these out, and uh, they told me that they had 50,000 applications that year. For Holy people cow. For Idol. That's what and, I was wondering. Uh, How do they, pay? I mean, they can't possibly oh, Zoom yeah. 50,000 people. Well, the way they do it is they, there's like, uh, there's 10 or 15 of them and they'll, they'll have certain days that you can audition this, that, and the other, the way it was for me. And, uh, so I would, I, I, I got, I got a specific spot wherever I could audition. Mm -hmm. And so they, they do them all over the, all over the country. You know, now they, they can go actually out to the towns and stuff, but mm -hmm. you know, the way they did it with me was over zoom. And it's kind of crazy that I, I was, I did all that right in the middle of the pandemic. I, I'm very, very fortunate for that. Yeah, exactly. Were there other contestants on the Zoom while you were doing it, or was it just you and the producers? 
so what they did was they used the zoom and they would have me in a room and they would um, send me over to another like a producer or something in a one room and so i did, uh, I I did gotcha. and so they would they would send us out all over the place you had to go get a, a good computer to make sure this works. How did you, did you find out that like, oh my God, it's Tuesday and I'm going to be auditioning. And did you have to go like, really think, okay, I got to make sure my computer is up and running. I got to make sure I look good. Yeah, and, and, I got to sound good. I got to go buy a microphone. I got to do this. Yes. Yes. Unlike uh -huh. today, things went really well. for <laughs> But uh, um, they, uh, it turned out really well. Uh, you know, I, I did have to kind of get, my mom had a great laptop. Thank goodness and so uh -huh. she, she set that thing up and i i got a video of it somewhere i'm standing in front of uh front of the uh, uh we had it on a chair and a bunch of boxes and it because i'm really tall i'm six six yeah we noticed that, that at uh, in nashville boxes and wow. things up and set that computer on there so it could get kind of a headshot of me and uh it was it was it looked really funny but it it worked good for me i can't complain so yeah you're so tall i could have used you here over the weekend because i had to change the ceiling fan Oh, and I was man. on the ladder. None of the light bulbs would be changing the house. <laughs> and uh, so then, you said six six. Is that six, what I heard? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Lord. Now okay. you didn't do you didn't play football. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't. My my sport okay. was baseball, but that's that okay. was a long, long time ago when I was a kid. But uh no, I didn't I wasn't a, I wasn't a football player, I was a football watcher. So uh basketball? I, now, I, every 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 team at Gary County High School tried to recruit me. I swear, and and for good reason. You know, I'm tall, pretty big, big built guy, and um, I they needed some people like that on the team. I guess I should have helped them out some, but um, <laughs> I, I I was more interested in doing this than doing this. So yeah, okay, uh, I get you, I get you. Now I remember watching Idol, and Deb may have seen this too. And you talked about your granddad, and you talked about the cattle ranch, and you talked about singing to the cattle. Did you really do that? You know, I, I I say singing to the cattle. Now, what I mean is, I'd be driving by on a tractor, and yeah, I'd sung all the time. I reckon that's how I got love it. Got a good voice. I would, you know, listen to music and put in put them headphones in my ears, and I want to just sing along as I was bush hogging or feeding the cows, whatever I was doing. I'd I'd be a singing, and uh, I used to whenever I before had a phone or anything like that, I would ride around with my granddad in the truck, and I'd sing mm -hmm. as we drove. So uh, that's that's where that wow. comes from. Yeah. So, you know, yes, technically, yes. And technically, no. So that's that's a good way to answer your question. He's got a whole lot of cattle, right? How many head? Lord, it's about um, it's actually got a few quite a few more. Uh, he's uh, he's up to about one hundred and thirty. Yeah. And, and he's, he's got about uh, six, seven hundred acres or so. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. He's he my granddad's been farming since uh, God bless since him. the 60s. And uh um have been yeah. running cow and he used to he used to talk you know luke bryan talked about tobacco we used to be tobacco farmers but um uh we had a buyout that bought all the tobacco out and this that and the other so uh, that's been a long before before i was born but i know enough about to be dangerous are these uh are these uh we're supposed to be talking about you and singing but are these <laughs> fine. Are, fine. are these beef cattle or are they uh dairy cattle Yes, uh, we we uh, raise anything that walks, crawls, or breathes as far as cows are concerned. <laughs> We're really not really specific on things. We have black Angus bulls, but uh, um, as far as cows and stuff goes, we got everything from a Maldi face, which is a black cow with a white face, to Charlays, okay. to uh, her, even Hereford cows. We got a few different, all kinds of different oh things. All on um, uh, what I was always told, they all look the same on the rack. So 
<laughs> That's what I'm now about. is is it true that um, like beef cows are brown and dairy cows are black and white? Now you got to understand, I'm a city boy. No, you're fine. <laughs> pretty, you're fine. Pretty much. So when you I get, see cows, I see cows. <laughs> I love but, it. Uh, uh, beef cows can be any different thing. Um, dairy cows are you're black and white mostly. Uh, as you kind of see in movies, this, that, and the other, but uh, beef, yeah. cow, beef cows are all kinds of different colors. Okay. Okay. Do yeah. you ever get really attached to them? And when it comes time to, you uh, know what? And you kind of go, man. Yes, oh, I have man. a, I have a few cows myself. Uh, I have a cow and a cat. I, I oh. have two, two, three cows. And then, uh, of course, we sell our calves off. That's always a, a, a good time and a bad time, mm -hmm. you know. You hate losing your stock, you know, because you got to get attached to them. But at the same time, you get a nice check in the mail. So I mean, it's kind of a yeah, I know, I know. One of those things you got to balance, you know. It's a part of life. It is, it is. But uh, you know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for you know guys doing that, then you wouldn't have a steak on your plate or a hamburger or anything like that. So no, uh, and that's why we thank people like your granddad because yeah. without the farmers and those that rate, you know, raise the cows and the and all the you know the food and you know, the grain and the corn and, and all that, you know, I don't know what we would do. So. The circle of life, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Like, <laughs> said it right it really is. <laughs> now, so, I'm sorry to get off on farming stuff. You get talking. No, farming, I am I, just I, totally I, I amazed. Boy. It's just how I am. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. I am totally amazed. Tell us a little bit more about you, though. You said uh, your parents split up when you were really young. Uh, yeah. kind of um, that had an effect on you, and, and I can understand why I've been there. Um, how did that influence what you did and what you do when you sing and write music? Well, yeah, first off, I'm going to say that uh, my parents split on good terms. You know, I still get good. to see my mom and still get to see my dad, and, uh, you know, they've done an amazing job with all that's happened with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's kind of changed our lives in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, you know, um, they did, it did affect me as a kid. I, I can't say it can't, uh, it, mm -hmm. uh, it definitely, uh, made me want to write sad songs and write this, that, the other. And it, it's definitely made an impact on me. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things I, I I'm just lucky cause I get two Christmases and everybody, some people don't. So I, <laughs> I, I, I feel fine about it. That is a benefit for that sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So are they both in your same hometown? Do you get to see them regularly? Yeah, and do they yeah, tour I, with you? Actually, I get to go on a trip with my mama this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to Charleston, South Carolina. Ooh, and then nice. uh, I, I stay at my dad's quite a bit. Uh, it's where I come to write and this, that, and the other. So I get a good balance of both my parents. They're, they're, bo they're both sweet people, and they both thank the world of me and my little brother. So um, if, if, at the end of the day, I, I don't think they can say any more and be any more happier than that. Pretty awesome. Tell us about that wall behind you, because I am just blown away by looking at those guitars on that wall. And it looks like a mandolin. Yeah. Wow. Two different things back there. You play them all. I did. Well, I, I attempt to play them all. We'll put it that way. Um, so, yeah, I got a mandolin over here and that's actually a little ukulele here. A um, bunch of different things. And actually, I play some steel guitar and that's what that it's not. Yeah, a yeah I see the steel. Good. But uh, uh, all kinds of different things. And what them are in here for, one, for decoration. Some of them aren't in very good shape, but we won't tell them about that. <laughs> um, they, uh, you know, it's a good thing. Sometimes I can pull them off the wall, and if I have an idea in my head of a song or something, I can pick one of them up and play it. And uh, it's just a good way to, good good thing to have. It looks cool, and I, I can't say no more, more good things about it. Me and Dad had a, 
had a fun time putting all that up. We'll say that uh, much. Is your dad a musician? No, I, I'm the only one in the family. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, dad, uh, dad, dad, dad can sing, um, but whenever he's in the shower singing, the water turns off. So it's, he's, he's good, but he, you know, might need a few lessons. <laughs> Do you sing in the shower? Uh, no, nah, yeah, I sing in the shower. Uh, the water I doesn't mean, turn off. The water does turn off for me. You know, it, it, it don't turn off at all. It, uh, it just, that's a good thing. Come out. <laughs> that, that's a good thing. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what really got you inspired to make music in the very, very beginning? What got you going, Alex? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting story. When I was a kid, you got to understand when I was a kid, I was born in 03. So at the time, one of my favorite things to watch was the Wiggles. It was a kind of a big show back then. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I remember that. Yep. All the time as a kid, I can still sing a little bit of fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> yummy, yummy. But, uh, uh, and also I like Thomas the train and I really was interested in trains and, and this, that, and the other had little model things I used to have and, and you know, play with them all the time. And mm -hmm. um, so going back to granddad, uh, I asked him one day, you know, what did, what did he listen to? Because he was a huge country music fan. That was another thing that I remember as a kid. He had VHS mm -hmm. tapes, which I don't know. I, I remember VHS tapes, but uh, we had VHS tapes. We would, I would play and it was like stars of the Grand Ole Opry from the fifties wow. or something like that. And I'd watch them and uh, we'd, we'd watch them at lunch, this, that, and the other. And when I come home from school and I can remember that just like it was yesterday. And uh, I asked granddaddy one day, I said, is there any songs out there about trains and country music? And he said, well, yeah. So he played me Folsom Prison Blues and he played me a song uh, by Hank Williams called the Pan American, I think it was. Okay. And uh, um, I, I really liked the Hank Williams when I liked the Johnny Cash too. And so I, that granddaddy bought me a album, um, like a CD of Hank Williams. And we used to play it in the car all the time because I loved that song about the train because that's what I was interested in. And mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I wore that thing out. I, I liked that one so much. I learned you're cheating hard. And then from there, hey, good looking and this, that, and the other. And uh, really fell in love with the Hank Williams sound, this, that, and the other And as a kid. And uh, before long, I wanted to learn to play guitar. And so we took me to get lessons. And, and then I found a few different places to play. And I was about seven. The first time I ever stuck and went out and started playing was seven. It was whenever I did that. I wish I had a wow. picture. I'd send it to y'all. I looked like a little George Strait, but <laughs> it, was, it was pretty fun. And, and, and the first place I played was in Lancaster at nice. the Rural Heritage Tobacco Festival. Yes, you heard me right. We have a tobacco festival in Gary County. Okay. But uh, that's what uh, that's what that's what I remember doing was going up there and singing on the square. And, uh, so, and I, so do they have a seven-year-old actually audition for that, or do they just let you come on up and sing? They just let me get up there and play. It was horrible. I mean, no, no, I can't I, no I'm sure it wasn't. Uh, but it's at seven, it was good for a seven-year-old. I'm sure it wasn't that yeah. bad. But uh, looking back now, I'd probably I'd probably have to clean my ears a little bit. But um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's seven. What can what, what can you do? So you have to start you, somewhere, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Are you self-taught then? You've done it all on your own? Well, I, I, I guess you could say that. Uh, okay. When I was six, I started taking guitar lessons. I only took them for two years. Mm -hmm. And then I, I you know, I, I learned enough to, to learn enough, if you know what I mean. I, I learned my, you know, mm -hmm. A, B, C, D, F, G. And uh, uh, that, that got me pretty doggone far. Um, I, I, I was able to learn enough to go out and play shows. And that's, that's when I fell in love with entertaining was whenever I got to get up in front of the people. And as a seven year old doing old Hank Williams songs, like everybody'd love that. And, uh, and I thinking back, I, I saw some videos the other day of myself when I was really young and it, 
It, mm. it, it, I was mighty cute doing that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like to brag about myself, but that was it, it was it was awful fun to watch. It really was. Uh, it just like good, good reminiscent moment for me. And I'm uh, sure it's uh, it's crazy. I, 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 I just can't believe that all this is you know happening to me. Truthfully, I'm still that little seven year old that you know, loves Hank Williams and all this kind of stuff. And uh, now, you know, start my own career and trying to get myself out there. And yep. this, that, and the other. It's, uh, it's, and you it's, got a long ways to go. You're young enough and you got a long ways to go. You got a lot of time to do it. Just yeah, go easy, my friend. Yeah, do it's, you, a, it's, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's what I was told. Exactly. Exactly. Do you, uh, have you been in touch with Luke Bryan or Lionel or anybody since you've been off the show? Well, actually, I, I, you know, Luke said he was going to go to the opera with me and I, you know, I haven't heard nothing back from him, but I know how busy I've been and I can't imagine somebody like him, how busy he's been. I haven't heard nothing exactly from him yet, but uh, I'm still looking for that and waiting for that. And I know he's going to pull through with that. Oh, he'll, he'll pull through. He'll get you up on that stage. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. And to get I, on that Opry stage, Deb and I have been there and watched artists like you get on that stage. And even from somebody that's watching, it's just the warmth in your heart. And it's like you can feel it when you're in that mother church and, you know, and all that's going on. We see somebody like you hit that stage. It's, it's just such a great feeling, even for us watching, watching somebody like you. You know what it is? We know that you're, you, you've got a passion and you're, you're living your dream. It, it, yes, you're exactly love, right. Love, I got to pinch myself every morning. I really do. Yeah. I, I, I just can't, I, I can't believe that, you know, coming from the fact that a year ago, I was just off the show. And mm -hmm. uh, even a year before that, I was just a kid in high school that, um, you know, was just doing math homework like everybody else. I, and yeah, I, I, I just, it, it, you don't realize how, I don't realize how far I come a lot of days. And, you know, I'm, like, like I said, a year ago, I was probably feeding cows right about now. <laughs> now I get to talk to you fine folks, and there ain't, there ain't no better thing than that for me. Well, we get to talk to you, so that, that's even better. Well, so um, so are you out? Uh, so since you're, since you're um, part on American Idol, you had mm -hmm. mentioned earlier it does open up a lot of doors for you or for yeah. artists in general. So what are some of the things that it, it does to give you some exposure after well, the fact? Well, I'll tell you, you know, going on the show, I, I didn't know if I'd, I didn't know if I'd win or not. I didn't, you know, you just never know. Uh, I, I went on the show just to, just to see what would happen, what could happen and if it could happen for me. And, uh, it proved to me that there's a lot of people that seem to like what I'm doing and, uh, I'm going to keep on doing just that. And a lot of doors, like you said, I, you know, I've got a manager now and a publicist and yeah. a lot of people that I've surrounded myself with that make a really good team and makes a you know, Alex, it's not just Alex Miller. It's the Alex Miller family. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? And, um, you know, it's been a lot of work, a lot of, you know, Idol doesn't make you a star. It definitely gives you a boost and it definitely uh, helps you. But, you know, there's still a lot of hard work to do after the fact. And uh, look at all the I, fans you've gained just from oh, that no. show, too. Uh, that, that's the crazy thing. People are so nice. I mean, they're so nice reaching out to me and saying how, you know, my music's helped them or, you know, my music is something to listen to every day. There's no greater feeling for an artist and, you know, people telling you how much they appreciate you. But my favorite thing is like, I've got to do a lot of shows. Like that is what I love to do. Love to go out and play and perform. That's my, that's my pet peeve. Um, so, so folks I got to open for last year, uh, I got to open for uh, uh, Lee Bryce. Nice. At the Washington state fair. I got to open, uh, for uh, Hank Williams Jr. in Wisconsin. Wow, that had to be an experience. 
that was religious. Uh, <laughs> that was that was awesome. Uh, he that's a good word for it. Yes. <laughs> he blew he blew me away. I, when I'm oh, whenever I'm Hank Junior's age, if I can still do a show like yeah. he can, then I'll be super satisfied with my. It's amazing. Yeah. And oh, uh, I got to come up your all's way too. I actually got to come up to the New York State Fair and do a show up there in Syracuse. So when uh, you did yeah, way back. Uh, it was in August sometime. Oh, so, no, that's right. That was at, mm -hmm. uh, and it was in that, it was the stage. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, and uh, I do remember you. I was standing, I stood, I was right next to you. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my goodness. This, this was, uh, it was a stage way in the back of the fair, yeah. and there yeah. was a pond. Uh, yeah. And, you know, because of the pandemic, there wasn't a whole lot of people at the fair. No. There was a lot of a lot of that going on that nobody really knew what to do, but, uh, I do remember that. And you were, were you a last minute booking for that? I was, yeah, I was Yes, very last yes. minute, but we had a, we had a good crowd. I thought for, for, a, for I think it was a Monday at two o'clock. We had a pretty yes. good crowd considering all that. And yes. uh, I was, I was super satisfied. And the folks up there in New York, you know, what's interesting. I learned a lot on that trip. You know, I always thought New York was just one big town, but I learned very, oh, no, very no, no. there's a lot of good country people. Up We're there. the nice New Yorkers. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and, I, and I'm from downstate. I yeah. moved upstate, oh, really? but yeah. we're the nice ones. <laughs> you keep telling her to go back, Alex, but she won't go. <laughs> So, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Y'all were awesome. Y'all were so hospitable and nice. Uh, like, it was like being at home for me. I, I loved y'all to death. You know, I don't know why, but I, I totally forgot all about that. And you just brought that up and it all just came back to me. Um, I'm trying to think. I must have. I'm wondering if I did the presents for that show. I think you did. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I've been I've been all over the country. I'm sorry, Skip. I didn't. No, dude, I live here, and the fair is in my backyard, and you know more about it than I do. Oh, what that day. I'm just saying. Well, it was a pleasure having you, and I'm sure you kicked some butt up there. So we had a, and we I, had a good show. We had yeah, good show. absolutely. Tell us a little bit about uh, when you sit down to write music. I mean, do you do it there where you are? Do you go out and maybe? you know, just kind of sit out in the field somewhere and do it because I know you're on a big farm right? or somewhere where it's just peaceful and you can think, how, how does all that work for you? Whenever it comes to writing, I like, I like quiet, like, you know, being able to sit and think. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of like an interview or whenever I'm singing a song out on a show, whenever you get to writing, there's a passion that kind of grows about a song. If you really like an idea for me, that's the way it works for me. Get mm -hmm. really passionate about that idea. And I, and I write all my ideas out. Now, everybody's, everybody's written some really good songs, I think. And I think everybody has the potential to write some really good songs. And mm -hmm. everybody's written some bad ones. Now, my bad ones are red, and my good ones, I hope, are pretty good. But uh, um, whenever it comes to writing for me, it, it starts with an idea. Like, uh, you know, I'm over used to get over me was the song I did on Idol. And that was, that's, that was the line I had to start out with. And so what I do is I write that line out, and I'll write verses and stuff that go with the idea is the way I do it. So it's like putting together a big old Lego set or something like that. Uh, Every piece has a, has a certain spot. It needs to go. Tell me that song that you sang on idol. Now, is that a real life experience? Because I read something about the girlfriend or something and there was something uh, going on there. I think he uh, yeah, did say I'll, that at the I'll, beginning. Yes. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll elaborate a little bit there. Um, <laughs> I bet you will. Okay. It's, it's it's actually pretty cute and kind of funny. It, yeah. You know, I was 
I was in kindergarten when I met this girl <laughs> and, and, and we, I guess you could call it dating in elementary school. And, and we had, we had got together and this, that, and the other in sixth grade, she, she was done. She's well, you go do your music thing. I'm doing something else. And so she, uh, she got this other guy. And then I guess, I guess I was a little better than what she thought. Cause then she come back to me and said, well, I want you back. And I said, no, nah. said, I'm over you to get over me. And I was like, Oh, I'd make a good song and it'd be all about you too. And I said, no, that's two birds with one stone. I got to write this. And so I went home and it's in the sixth grade or so I wrote this song. And so like the next week, it, it, it was all circumstantial. So uh, the next week we had a, a, like a school talent show and we did it, did it every year. And I did it every year and I wrote a song every year, but in sixth grade, I, I wrote them over you skid over me. So I auditioned for my choir teacher and about with the song, or we used to go over me, and he uh, he said, "Well, I love that." I said, "You get up there and do that one." So that's what I did. And, and when it comes showtime, I got up there and I said, "I got a song for a very special lady out in the audience tonight, and I hope y'all will enjoy." It. It's called "I'm Over You," so get over me. And then I went right into it, and uh, it was the, the the school went nuts. Yeah. I mean, everybody was clapping, cheering, and at the end, they all stood up and uh, wow. give me like a. I stand ovation, and uh, it was sixth, seventh, eighth graders, which getting them to do anything was amazing. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I got them; they stood up and clapped, and they were they were awesome. And Very then uh, cool. I looked down the front row, just looked. I happened to look down, and there's there she sat while everybody was standing up. It was it was priceless. Love it, <laughs> love it. it she didn't move. <laughs> she didn't move a muscle. No, but she she told me at, after the show how I should never do that song out in public again, how I should never do that song. And so when it came idle time, I said, I'll get you again, old gal. And so I did. You did it on idle. Well, we don't you. want to be on your bad side. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it's, it's a little rough, I guess. And, and it worked out for you because you blew Luke yeah. away with it. And of course, yeah. Lionel, and it's just amazing. So the show, uh, the, the song actually, that you did the right thing. Well, thank you. You uh, know. It, it was a little vengeful, but I think I think it worked out good for me. So I, it worked I, out good for you. <laughs> Smile and wave and walk away and say, "There right. you go." So uh, t tell us now, how was it to win? Uh, okay, so you made it how far with Idol? How far did you go? So I got to the end of Hollywood Week, and I did a okay. more Haggard song, and they they wanted me to do something a little more pop oriented, and I was I'm I do country music. That's my thing. Yes. That's what I do. So that's what I did, and. Uh, um, it, it did, it didn't, I guess, work out for me, but it worked out for me in a sense, you know, I, uh, get to do my own thing. Now I go out and play shows, this, that, and the other. And, and mm -hmm. I, I, that's, that's what I love to do in the first place. So to me, I won in my own little way. Exactly. And you come home to, how big is your town? We, uh, as I said on the show, you got to count the cows and chickens to get a sense of report. <laughs> we are mighty small, but, uh, wow. we got a big heart. That's for sure. Uh, the people around here supported me like no other, um, uh, I think is I, so awesome. I, this is, I'm not to brag or boast, but I've got my own day here in Lancaster. It's Alex Miller day. It's in August sometime or another, but awesome. uh, so, and in August, when it comes August, y'all better celebrate Alex Miller day. And you just let us know what day it is. And we will, and we'll tell you about why, what we can do with that a little bit later. Cause Deb okay. does a lot with her country music fan club. So, oh, that's awesome. yeah, so isn't that such a wonderful, warm feeling to know the support system in your hometown is that strong? It's crazy. You know, going back to my own day, you know, I thought that was just stuff for like Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, guys like that. Mm -hmm. Not not some little kid from Lancaster, but uh, you know, like you said, the, the the town as a as a whole has just been so supportive, 
And uh, mm -hmm. you know, they every every time I, I'm in the I'm in the paper a lot. You know, my, my local newspaper writes a lot about me, and you know, keeps the people informed of what I'm doing. I, I <laughs> when I got off the show and they started doing all that, I was in the paper like three times, and I told wow. my grandparents, I said. Um, you know, I, I didn't do nothing wrong and I'm still the newspaper three times, which is kind of <laughs> interesting. But, well, uh, think of what it's going to be like when you're really, really famous. Oh, I know. I know. I can't so get used just, to it. I've just got <laughs> that much of a taste of it right now. I, 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 I envy those guys. I, I know that they go through a lot, especially like the people mm -hmm. like Luke Bryan and stuff. That's mm -hmm. a, that's an interesting a lot of, to live. It'll be a lot so in your uh, plate. You're, you're a star in training. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> What is, uh, I'm going to go off topic a little bit. What's You're the most right. trouble? What's the most trouble you've ever gotten into? Oh, was that your dad, by the way, that was in here before you went? It out? was my dad. Yeah. Well, maybe I should ask him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the most trouble I ever got in. Uh, whenever I was a kid, yeah, <laughs> I, it's a wonder I wasn't a barber, truthfully. Whenever I was a kid, we had these little kittens. And oh no! Oh, it, I didn't. No, nothing bad. No, no cats were harmed in the. In, okay, you know, in the all right. Okay. When I was a kid, we had these little kittens, and I, I took a pair of safety scissors and cut their hair like that thin. <laughs> I mean, I, it, Daddy said it could have gotten no thinner with a razor. I don't know how I did it, but anyway, oh I gosh. did. And and these are these <laughs> little bald kittens, and I oh. I got whipped. I mean, it. I I'll never do that again. But yeah. Uh, oh Lord, I got. Oh, but I, 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 it's a wonder I wasn't a barber, truthfully. But, uh, <laughs> well, you do. I'm glad I picked up the guitar. Let's put it that way. There you go. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Yeah, the best advice I've ever been getting, hands down, came from my dad. It said he said that you know I, sometimes I get I read the comments on videos and this that and the other mm -hmm. and things I've done and some people are mighty nasty, but, um, you know, he told me whenever I, I got upset over something, he said, you know, never take advice from, I never take criticism from someone you didn't take advice from. And that's the best advice I've ever been given. And so uh, true. That's some words to live by. Yep. Your dad's absolutely hundred percent correct. And you say you read those and we all know we see them too. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what we're reading, especially in today's world and everything that's going on, but you read all these comments. You can't let a lot of that bother you. You just no, gotta I'm very flattered, man, truthfully, in, in a weird way. Yeah, the fact that someone's took that much time out of their day to comment something so nasty about me, that that's awesome. I can't think of enough. At least they took time to write something about me, you know? I, I think it's no, awesome. No. You are so right. And I, Deb and I have had these conversations too, because sometimes, you know, I get stuff that happens within the radio station and mm -hmm. Deb, it, it, she hears it all. And it's, you know, so, something negative, but you know what, when I get a negative comment from somebody, I look at it and probably like you do where, okay, they're listening. They, they're yeah. listening. And you know yeah. what they could, they bitch about whatever. And then, mm -hmm. You know they're listening though, and they're going to come back and listen some more to see what you exactly. do next. So I meant something else negative. I sure do appreciate. That's what I. I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. Never, and then never I go really. to Deb, going, "Oh, Deb, what a day I had! Oh my God!" You know, so it gets crazy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> then we calm him down, get him a, a beer or something, <laughs> and then he's good to go on his podcast. Good. <laughs> and here we are. I'm an old man drinking coffee and my skip. Well, tonight like, it's coffee. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Yeah, tonight it's coffee. <laughs> yeah. My granddad never said he was an old man. He's just seasoned. So 
<laughs> season. I'd love that. I'd love that. Yes. Absolutely. Where do you see yourself in five years, Alex? Well, uh, every artist sees himself, you know, always doing better. And that's what I hope to do, whether mm -hmm. it's uh, this much better or this much better. As long as I'm doing better, not worse, that's all I, I, I care about. In five years, I see myself, you know, building on what I have right now as far as a platform and like my TikTok mm -hmm. and my Instagram and all that stuff. Just keep it growing. Uh, you know, when a, you don't want a tree to quit growing. You quit growing. You want it to keep going on up. So yes. that, that's my goal is to keep the train on rolling and keep shoveling coal to the fire. I love that. <laughs> well, maybe we'll see you on the new faces stage though, too. I would love that. <laughs> and were you there for that? Did you go? Maybe that's, it was after that dinner that I might've seen you standing in the lobby of the hotel in, uh, in Nashville. But uh, did you go to the new faces and what, if somebody's watching this, it's a radio seminar that a lot of us go to and we meet a lot of new artists, for yeah. example, Alex. Yeah. And they always put on a, a nice dinner at the end of the conference and they have a lot of the, the new big stars, the next big, big thing, I guess, up on that stage. Were you there for that? I did not get to go. I actually, it was kind of interesting. I was only at CRS one day. That was the first day I got. To go oh, okay. To and then, because I had uh, I had a show I had to I had to do over in Lexington, and so okay. I had to get back home. But uh, my my one day of CRS, I learned a whole lot. That was a that was a good education for me. Um, I got to meet a whole lot of folks mm -hmm. and uh, got to got to set up stuff like this with a lot of people. And uh, I, I can't I can't thank y'all enough for first off asking me to do this and um, second off letting me to come to CRS. I I had a I had a really good time and uh, it was nice to meet a lot of other artists too. I didn't. Oh yeah, there's a, anybody that's anybody would be walking yeah. around shaking hands and networking, so to speak, and everybody from the big stars to, to oh, yeah. a lot of the independent new artists. So. Yeah. Hey, There's even ever, Kid, Kid Rock was hanging out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there for Kid Rock. I, I was already already home then, but I'd like oh, to Oh, we saw Kid Rock. <laughs> no, awesome. Who was he hanging with? Oh, it was John Pardee, right? He was with John, John Pardee. Pardee. Yeah, he was hanging oh. with John. So. Um, who are some of those artists? That, when, you know, I said we always ask the questions that a lot of other interviewers, uh, you know, we don't ask a lot of the usual questions, but yeah, I'm going to ask you one. Appreciate it. I get tired of saying the same old one. I, I know, but I'm going to ask you one. Okay. What artists do you look up to or, you know, we talk about influence because you kind of got a very traditional sound to you and yeah. that's the sound that's coming back. Yeah. And you're doing it, but artist, who is it that you like, wow, I want to be, you don't want to be just like him, but I want to, you know, kind of follow yeah. his footsteps. You know, I, I look up to a lot of the classics and, and, and there's a lot of new artists I like as well. I've been listening to a lot of, uh, uh, one of my favorites and he's actually a Kentucky boy. Uh, two, two of my favorites is Chris Stapleton and Tyler Childers. Oh. Now I'm not yeah. nowhere. Uh, you know, I, I do what I do and that's, and, and that's what I try to do it well. And I, I think as an artist, uh, a lot of times they, everybody tries to be, do what everybody else is doing. But to me, I, I'm just going to do what I'm doing and, uh, and people seem to like it. So I, I can't complain. But uh, as far as Tyler Childers, Tyler Childers is one of my favorites right yes. now. I'll tell you a lot of, and oh, another guy I'm really fond of is a guy named Charlie Crockett. He's from uh, uh, way down in Texas somewhere. Hmm. He, he's more of Americana uh, kind yeah, of artist. Okay. Well, okay. his it's, it's more traditional sounding, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it's nice what he, to have that traditional sound come right. back again. 
Yeah, yeah. Now you know I don't want nothing to go back to like Jimmy Rogers or nothing, but I I I, I do I do like a lot of the classic stuff, and uh, I just try to put my own little spin on everything. I absolutely, do. yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. and that makes it yours. Right, and you make mm-hmm. it unique, and that's what you need to do. That's a, exactly what you need to do. Um, I for, I just just totally blew my mind. I was going to ask you a question, but uh, bringing back all the traditional sounds and all that, um, just amazing so you're just amazing what I, you I do, threw him for a loop <laughs> you did. I, had, I just totally totally lost my uh my, my train of thought so do you have like is it just you with a guitar or do you got the full band behind you i got a full band i actually just hired a keyboard player the other day so oh, well. it's, uh, my guy's my band I'll, I'll give him a shout out uh, my bass player is mike anglin and he actually plays with me, and he plays with Larry Cordell. He wrote Highway 40 Blues and Murder on Music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so he mm-hmm. plays with me, and he plays with him. And uh, my guitar player, his name is Jeff Watson. He's from Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, he will, he played with Exile for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're, they're kind of a Kentucky group. Uh, mm-hmm. My drummer, he played at a place called Renfro Valley. Uh, it was It's a kind of a – the like Central Kentucky's Grand Ole Opry is the best way I could describe Very it. Very cool. And a lot of people come through, bigger acts and stuff mm-hmm. come through. I think uh, the Oak Ridge Boys was over there like a week ago. But, yeah. uh, um, and then my uh, my new player, my uh, keyboard player, his name is Larry Todd. And he's actually uh, does some DJ stuff over in Stanford, Stanford, Kentucky. Okay. And, uh, um, so all guys that have been in music for, for a long time, um, and they're all professional. And we got together actually yesterday. Uh, and uh, got to working mm-hmm. on some of the new material, and it, awesome. it's coming out really nice. And awesome. I can't say enough good things about my band. They're dependable. They know what I want, and uh, and we make it happen. Are these guys that you put together, you brought them together, or you know, once you start working on stuff and somebody says, okay, I got this guy, we're going to put you with this guy, you did it all on your own? I did it on my own, and, and nice. actually, I, I, this is my second band. Uh, the first band I had, they were they were younger, I would say, I put it that way, and uh, I couldn't depend on them. And uh, so I hired me a, a new group of guys, and they uh, these these guys were professional. I played with them whenever I was a kid growing mm-hmm. up, and my granddaddy would take me around different places, and they bands would let me get up and sing and play. And this was one of them. And I didn't know that uh, Mike played with Ray uh, Cordell or anything like that. And uh, my manager actually called him, and he was going to fill in for one of my other musicians and uh, we just fired them and hired this, this group and I haven't looked back. That's awesome. Great. That's awesome. Great. What was it like when you first heard one of your songs on the radio? Oh man, that was especially because you're so young. It made me smile so big. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. I, I, I never thought I'd ever get to hear myself come through the speaker of my car. I mean, I, I just Love it. never thought that. You know, the, the cool part about it is, you know, I was just a kid listening to the radio and listening to all the all the kinds of folks sing. And to think that there might be a kid out there listening to me, that's just that blows my mind, you know. Uh and uh, you know, if, if I can do anything to help inspire kids or, you know, do something <laughs> like that by doing what I'm doing, then I'm all for it. Um and uh it, it it's it's neat for me. I, I I I can't believe it, truthfully. That's the real answer. Are they playing your music in your hometown? Yeah, yeah, they're they're playing her every now and then. I, I, I get to hear it. Uh, it's, hey, it's they're cool. writing about him three times a week in the newspaper. <laughs> well, they darn true. well better be playing that song. Oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And are you saving all those articles? 
Yes, yeah, we got a. I got bought me a, a, a box, and uh, we got all kinds of keepsakes and stuff in there. And on that, they they did a nice article about me whenever I was on Idol and this, that, and the other. And uh, we we've kept track of every interview I've done. We've done about 150 of them since Idol, which is nice. That's, that's nice. a lot. You've been with some of the big guys too. I know you did something with Ryan Seacrest. I did. Um, I did. Stormy Warren. I did an interview with him. Oh, I love Stormy. Such yeah. a good guy. Yep, uh -huh. absolutely. Have you been in their studios, the uh, Stormy Warren studio? Serious? I have not. Um, I nah. I just got to visit. I, I just got to uh, do like a, a Zoom interview with him. Yeah, and How I cool did the same that. thing with Ryan. But uh, uh, no, I haven't got to go in the studio. I'd love to, I'd love to do another interview with him again. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. What What do you got planned for the near future? Are going to be hitting the road? Yes, sir, I am, and I uh, got a new album I'm going to be putting out here before too yes. long, too. Tell us about it. I sure will. So the new album, uh, being Alex Miller, only, only fit and title for a, a debut album is Miller Time. And, uh, oh, I love the, it. That's, that's, the, that's the album title. And if you like country music, uh, I've got a little bit of everything on the album for you. i got a few covers, and then I've got uh, quite, like six or seven original songs. And, and uh uh, if, it, if it ain't a cover, then it's something you ain't ever heard before. I've got everything from like an up-tempo swing to more of a modern-sounding ballady type thing. Love it. And when is that album going to drop? You can't tell us. It, well, I can I can give you a close proximity. It <laughs> looks like it's going to be uh, either mid to late April is what it's looking okay. like. Wow, it's right uh, around the corner. Right around the Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's, it's all right on my heels. And, and do you have your next single for radio already picked out? Yes. So what we're doing is I've uh, got some guys pushing it to, to ads looking like towards the end of this month. Okay. It's called Through With You. It's the, it's the newest, it's the newest song, newest single. And uh, it's more mm -hmm. of a, more of a, ah, Lord, I don't know how to describe it. It's just kind of its own animal. Truthfully. Uh, sometimes there's lions, sometimes there's tigers. Well, this is a bit of a bear and uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, I like it a lot. It's, it's not, it's not like anything I've put out before. I'll, I'll put it that way. It's, Shows a little different side and those shows a little different thing. What I can do. Have you ever, Alex, have you, and Deb, I'm sorry, if you want to say something, just put your hand up. Cause you know me, I get rambling. Have, oh, you, <laughs> have you ever thought about uh, not only being an artist, but uh, because so many artists have gone this route, they're like starting their own podcast and things like that. Have you thought about doing something like that? You know, I've never really thought about a podcast. I do do like, I do do a lot of live videos on my Facebook okay. and TikTok. Um, okay. And, uh, that people really like those, and um, I, I do do that that a lot. But I get on there and sing and play. I don't really talk a lot. Uh, right. But right. Uh, I do do quite a bit of different things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you do all your social media by yourself. So <laughs> we kind of divided it up. Uh, it, was, it was getting kind of a bear to handle, truthfully. Yes. So I took I took TikTok and Instagram. My dad does my YouTube and my. Twitter and my mom does my Facebook and my Instagram, something like that. Wow. Do do wow. Yeah. So okay. they, they're, they're awesome. I can't believe that they stepped in and helped me like that. But, um, they, they're just, I guess they're just trying to help their boy. That's all I know to say. No, absolutely right. And there's nothing more powerful than the support of your mom and dad. No, they're, they're and really it'll always be that way. It, regardless of what the situation is, they both love you and you love them and they're, they're going to support you all the way. So, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Love well, I can't wait for the album. I can't I, wait for the album. I can't wait to hear the whole project. I'll give and, you, uh, I'll give you some uh, insider information on a few of the song titles if you're, if you're up for that. What do you think, Deb? 
We always like insider. We won't tell <laughs> anyone. No, nobody at all. Nobody, you nobody's gonna know. even know about this. Uh, well, this there, there's one song on the album. I'll give this one away. This Your dad's over there going, shut up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I'll tell you, this is, there's one song on the album that's it's kind of a cutesy song, and I think you all will think it's funny. Uh, it's one that I wrote, I had the idea for whenever I was, I was back in middle school again. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, it, uh, I had the idea, and I never really got it finished. And um, the, the title is Girls Must Be Clumsy Because They're Falling For Me. Oh, that's I love cute. That. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I took it down to Nashville and wrote with a guy named Jerry Sally, who's, uh, who does okay. a lot of writing down there. And uh, we put it together and it's like an up-tempo swing number. And it, it, it really rocks and rolls. I, I love it to death. Love it. I love the title. <laughs> I know. I just, wow. That's all he's going to tell us, Deb. I, well, I mean, I can take a little more on it. No, no, no. Well, it's all good. It's a good. Okay. Hey, uh, okay. We got a little inside info. That's good. We don't want yeah. you to give it all away. We totally get that. We mess around a lot. So we, we got you, brother. Um, if you could collaborate with anybody, oh, who man. would that be? There's so many good artists out there. It's, it's really hard to pick one specifically. Um, I've got to meet a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and and one, of my, one of the people I've always wanted to do something with is Dolly, I think. Um. I think that was. I think every every artist wants to do something with Dolly. I have so much respect for that woman. Oh, me She's too. Phenomenal. Me too. But if yeah. I could, that that would be my one. I'd, I'd love to do something yeah. with her. Yeah. And, or if you could talk to anybody and find out some secrets in the biz, who would that be? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? I'd probably. Hmm. I'd probably talk to whoever. <laughs> Whoever uh, owned a record label like Columbia, or uh, I'd probably talk to Chet Atkins. And the reason I talked to him and is see how he, what he saw in an artist, and and why he would sign somebody to a record label, and, uh, and what he looked for in a new and upcoming artist, and ask him. Absolutely, that's it. That's I think, that, I think that would be something like that. I, you know, not maybe not Chet, but somebody like that. No, no, somebody and nobody's ever said that before. That's uh -huh. that's that's a cool thought. I yeah, like it's that. a business, the whole business side of it. I like that. Yeah, I know. I I never thought I'd say something like that. You are awesome, my friend. Really, this is this has been great chatting with you <laughs> and uh so young and such a future ahead of you. And you know, idol kind of lit that fire that you needed. That's in the past now, but it's uh -huh. got you moving. It's yeah. got you going. You've got the support of so many fans. You got your, of course, your family, and uh, just the reaction when you go places. And I, I, that one time we saw you in Nashville, it was just like everybody wanted to talk to you. And seriously, that's why we said, "Oh, he's talking to people. Let's go." I, you know, well, I want to say hi, but no, it was crazy. It was crazy. So that's a good sign, dude. It that's is. a good sign. And those people, a lot of those people, are radio people, if not right. all of them. So. Right. Well, it's nice to know that I'm, I'm an approachable guy. Um, I've always mm -hmm. tried to be that way. Um, you know, don't change. I, I, I don't, I don't have any intentions. We'll put her that way. Yeah. But, good. Uh, I, I've always, I've always loved talking oh. to people because at the end of the day, if it ain't uh, as an artist, I think a lot of artists forget this and I, mm -hmm. I, I, I certainly won't, you know, if it wasn't for people listening to you or, or people wanting to talk to you or this, that, and the other, then, you know, you, you'd be sitting at the house exactly. and uh, I, I'm not going to forget that. Because right, I, I've right. done my sitting. I'm ready to get up and go now. God, I love your attitude and your passion. 
for for what we do what we're doing um if you weren't doing music what do you think you would be doing uh feeding cows and digging ditches yeah. probably be about what i'd be doing yeah <laughs> or but I'd be, you know or I'd, I mean, be, or I'd be in college one of the two and, and yeah certainly that, that'd be like did you um have you thought about college at all you know or is it just everything else that's you know everything that's going on you just i did you know. give it some thought but you know and i had some offers to go some different places and, sure um I, this is but what you're I living your dream. Do. That's okay. That's what I wanted to do, and you know, absolutely. absolutely. At the end of the day, if I can wake up and say that I'm doing what I want to do, then I think then you're good. I made the right decision. You're good, absolutely. How often do you get to Nashville? You know, it's like my second home. I feel like it is. I, I'm down there all the time doing writing and, and things like that, and uh, recording this, that, and the other. Sure. And, um, and you know, I, I do get down there quite a bit. I I, I love Nashville. Uh, um, Nashville is kind of like like LA was for me. It's a nice place to visit, but I don't know about moving down there yet. Uh, still, <laughs> well, it's, it's gotten really busy. Not still, yeah, like yes. Well, it, you know, yeah. I'm, uh, just it's just different from what I understand that it used to be. Uh, it mm. used to be it used to be a from what I understand like a one of those towns that's a, a small town but a big city. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Now it's a big city within a big city. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I think you have to kind of go more to the outskirts now to get that yeah. feeling because there's yeah. so much activity going on with the Broadway uh, bachelorette party yeah. you know, and all that. So, but and it won't um, be long before we have Miller's Bar on Broadway, right? <laughs> bar and restaurant. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, get Alex Miller and Lott, Company. Get a Miller Lot sponsorship too to go with it. That <laughs> it'll, it'll be Alex and Company. Come on in. There you go. I love it. I love it. Alex, Alex Miller has been with us. Uh, you can find him online, alexmillercountry.com. Talking about the website, what can we find on there, Alex? Well, that's where you can find out where I'm playing, where I'm performing. Uh, even I got a merchandise site. It's got a link to it, and it's got a link to my new song and my all my social media platforms. So if y'all want to come out and give me a follower and uh, and, and uh, tell me it's something that, you know, we won't talk to me this, that, and the other, we'll make sure to go over there and check us out and uh, especially if you want to come out and see us play somewhere and then make sure to go over there. I might be coming someplace near you. Let's hope oh. so. Get you back at the fair again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love awesome. you know, I, I got I don't know who does all this, you know, finding out who's going where or what, but I can tell you the New York state fair is looking for people right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. They've got three beautiful stages and they're looking to fill them for 13 days. So. I think I, I think I might be able to get, I don't know. I just have uh, your people talk to their people and all come together right there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Everybody. Come out and announce you and you'll be yeah, all, yeah. All good Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. The there next big thing, Alex Miller. I love it. I love it, brother. Alex, you've been awesome. Thank you for spending a little time with Deb and I here on uh, uh, Skip Happens. Well, but Skip, this- it's an absolute pleasure. And, and Deb, so nice to meet you too. Same, same. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we want you to keep in touch and uh, we're going to follow you. And of course, uh, spread the word to subscribe to Skip Happens on YouTube and uh, Facebook page because we do interview all the the new and up and coming artists as well as some well-established artists. And as we mentioned in the beginning, Deb's with the Country Music Fan Club and they do a new music Friday. So when you... So when you get your, you know, the uh-huh. songs come out, which I know there's one out, uh, we can post that on a new music Friday, which is well, cool. Well, that'd be awesome. 
And we, if love, you're in- we love introducing our fans to new music. They well, love hearing y'all. it. And, and as an upcoming artist, thank you so much for that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm thanking you from everybody. <laughs> well, we love we love doing it. She loves doing it. She also has a company, the the audience company in Nashville, Oddco. Uh, you should look them up online because if you're in Nashville and you're looking to go to a show and just see what's going on, they do TV tapings and all that good stuff. Oh, They'll wow. put you in the audience. So and it doesn't cost you anything. So that's well, a good I thing. love stuff. that. I'd love yeah. to see a show. Yep, that's. I yep, played yep. them in. It's nice to sit back. I, I went and saw uh, uh, somebody the other day, and it was just like, oh, I says, this is nice. I can. <laughs> you get to sit back board. and relax for once. Yeah, there you go. No I love it. Alex Miller, uh, thank you again for joining us tonight on Skip Happens. Uh, it's been a great conversation to get to know you a little bit, and uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything I should have asked, but I didn't. Uh, if there is, just tell tell us now or forget it. No, I'm just kidding. Big mouth, wherever holds your pants. I was just going to say that. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Hold on a line, but we're going to say goodbye. You just stay right there. And uh, thank you for watching, everybody. Don't forget to not only subscribe to Skip Happens on YouTube, but Deb, you want to give all your info? Check out the official Country Music Fan Club on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us. This way we can introduce you to all these wonderful artists that come out and, uh, what exactly. do you say, Skip? Uh, one you're you're building one fan at a time. Oh yeah, I always say one fan at a time. Yeah, one fan yep. at a time, and then before you know, yeah, Bam. before you know, well, you don't have to worry there. about that. You're already like mm-hmm. huge. So that's big. <laughs> that's big, and then I don't mean like how tall you are in the number of fans. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, dude, mm-hmm. and I still don't understand why you didn't play football. But anyways, we're gonna let oh. you go. And uh, we'll we'll talk again real soon. I want you to hang on, though. And uh, thank you for watching, everybody. Deb Lanfear, Skip Clark, Skip Happens, Mr. Alex Miller from American Idol and doing his own thing now. AlexMillerCountry.com. Good night, everybody. We'll Good night. See you. We'll Good night. see y'all.